0: and it's two dumb vets coming back at you my sidekick tonto robin jerry whatever you want to call him you know you got ben and jerry whoever goes with tonto and robin you know obviously cuz clearly with my physique right now i'm batman <laughs> maybe in the maybe if i wore that hard suit <laughs> they yeah. already had. All, they already had all the muscle Suck definitions cut out.
1: For you. Um, yeah, guess. be like
0: be like a male garter belt. Yeah, we are back. Trying to stay positive. Remain positive. Trying to have some energy, even though we don't. Yeah, but- been been running a little bit hard. But you know what? We're staying positive about. Yeah, the country's opening back up slowly but surely. It is getting there, guys. The great state of Texas is saying. Get out by way California. We're opening back up. We got Governor Nose Nuts or whatever his last name is <laughs> trying to tell people nope. hide your kids, hide your wives. Yeah, and everybody else is like, "All right, we're good."
1: So it's actually Tuesday today. We've been a little busy, um, but this yeah. is Business Tuesday, I guess. Uh, let's let's start this off. We are hiring. If you are listening. Send me yes. your resume, yes. David Tabios at Shieldworks3pl. dot com. Um, yeah. So the importance of hiring a assistant.
0: Yeah, I think that you like for me personally, right? Yeah. I am Judean. Yeah, that, that is you. It's it's probably to be honest an understatement. Very much so. But that's who I am, and I also. Like I've been building this by myself. So I've proven to myself that I could do it. Mm -hmm. And for the longest time, I would rather just work 20 hours a day than bring somebody on. And it wasn't from the aspect of me losing money. Mm -hmm. It was from the aspect of, I wasn't comfortable with somebody else doing something that had my name associated with it. Or you're
1: just used to it and you can do it better.
0: Yeah. Like I used to it. It's like when I watch certain people do packing now, I'm like, I'm out the packing game. (laughs) <laughs> and I'll run circles around you. Oh, geez. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, I think that you you just get to a point to where hiring an assistant is a necessity. Yeah. You know, like for me, I have so much going on in a very positive way. And if something does fall off, that's lost money for us. That's a lost client. You know, yeah. that's loss of growth. And I, you know, I'm. I got to say thank you to you because you're the one that's always pushing me to higher, 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 because we know how fast the potential turnover could be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like for, for as where we're at right now is there's no doubt in my mind that I need an assistant, Yeah. but the only person right now that I trust to be my assistant is you.
1: Hell yeah. Assistant Dave.
0: But it's like (laughs) your, your role's so far past that. But it's like that's what I really need is I need another you or I, yeah, that has better organizational skills. So I need a female version of you or I. Basically,
1: yeah. No, I I just think that the more you let me take on, I think the more we can give the simple things off to the assistant. You know, that's I just like answering customer emails and stuff like that. That's just something that we both don't need to be doing right now. You know, yeah, when I
0: get a, <laughs> when I get an info at Shogun sports yeah, email, it, that's something that hey, needs to be. You guys have 26 pound filler bags <laughs> that, that needs
1: to be handed off. And we've been handing that off to Jess a lot. And it's just like, she's busy as well, you know, packing orders and, and, and uh, not really packing orders, but getting everything prepped yeah. and, and doing inventory and just taking care of the day-to-day stuff. I think, With having somebody that we can just keep giving stuff off to, you can keep giving me more, you know, and letting me know, like, where we're going, you know, because you have the bigger picture, I have the now, you know, and yeah, it's like, we need to merge together and have everything going smoothly, cohesively, you know, because I also
0: think that, like, with what's going on for us currently, it's we have to have things taken off my plate and things taken off your plate because there is a bigger picture that we're stopping ourselves from getting to. Yeah. No, you know, it's like us not, us not having an assistant is could potentially be the direct correlation of us not hitting our end of year target. Yeah. Which we know we're going to hit our end of year target, but it's, we could do so much more. Yeah. No,
1: definitely. Like we offer a great service that, needs to be out there and it's just up to us to get it out there you know and so it's just sorry like, you
0: guys i hit my yerba mate on a mic stand
1: so we're just stalling ourselves i think because we're just weary of weary that was weird um of letting yeah. go you yeah know? I, so, I
0: i don't think that i don't think that it's the fear of letting go that stops us i mm-hmm. think it's the fear that it's not going to get accomplished yeah, that, that's what it is. It's like, I don't have a problem passing something off if I know it's going to get done how I want it to get done.
1: Yeah, you used to, uh, you haven't done it in a long time. Ask me if things got done. Yeah, I I've I took your trait too, because I, I asked Jess all the time, like, hey, did this get done? <laughs> hey, I, I had to tell her uh, a few times, like, hey, please just get things done in the morning because it's on the back of my mind, like throughout the yeah. entire day. And she started doing that. But like, yeah, you used to all the time would send me an email while I'm sitting right next to you and say, did this get done? And it's like, yeah, of course, dude, it got done.
0: Yeah. But I mean, I think that that goes around to a conversation I had with Jess yesterday Mm. is I talked to Jess yesterday and I was like, hey, communication is incredibly important to me, Mm. David, and to our clients. And so if a client reaches out to you and goes, hey, can this get done for me? regardless if you're not going to get it done till 4 p.m. If that email comes in at 8 a.m. and you're sitting at your desk, mm-hmm. reply to it so they know that you received it. Because the one thing that we, I, to be honest, I think do better than a lot of our, cl- a lot of our competition mm-hmm. is our over communication. Sometimes to be honest, yeah, no. is like we're constantly in communication with our clients, letting them know like, Hey, we got this and, fielding questions, doing everything that we need to do to make sure we help as much as we can with their growth.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's just communication is so important. So, you know, I've had to correct, I've had to correct a couple people you on gassy it. Gassy today, dude. Dude, so gassy. Can bro. you
1: just let it out and stop doing that?
0: Bro, it was, it was, a, it was a burp. Burping the entire time. Oh my gosh. It's talk. so acidy. It's grossing me out. I had, I had meatballs with sauce, dude, <laughs> but, Thanks. uh, go for it dude you know get your shit together like the one thing i've had to correct multiple people with is like dude if i send you an email like hey can you get this done Mm -hmm. i do need a response that it got done like that yeah yeah it's like trust me when that comes in my inbox is so full i'm going to delete that email but (laughs) i need to know that it got done
1: yeah true (coughs) so uh let's go ahead and Not switch topics, but just add in our our little topic that we had written down Uh, and the importance of letting key personnel know what's going on, you know?
0: Yeah. So we're going to start drilling how to go to the next thing instead of dead stopping it. But yes, letting key personnel in is huge. Okay. You know, (laughs) uh, when look at this, look at, to be honest, look at the past two weeks. The amount of work we've had on our, put on our plate for the last two weeks with, everything going on with the our new client and everything else yeah i didn't have an option but to let you in and as soon as i let you in it was like our whiteboard calendar was filled when mm-hmm. when planes were landing with goods on it yeah you did our, you did it in spurts though <laughs> i do everything in spurts bro <laughs>
1: you're like let's write this down and they're like okay i'm done <laughs> yeah
0: i'm like dude i've got 74 other things i gotta get done today yeah um but yeah i, I think that it again the hard thing is is I, we've talked about it multiple times, dude, this, these companies are my kids. I don't have kids yet. Mm-hmm. And these companies are my kids. And so it's kind of hard to drop my kid off at a babysitter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, that's, that's kind of where I'm at is like, that's what's difficult to me. It's not, it's not necessarily letting you in, but it's, letting things leave my plate that I know if they come to me, they get done. And it is important that they get done. Yeah. It's, it's not saying anything about you not being, not having the ability or not getting them done, but it's still, it's like, Oh shit. Is this going to get done? How I would want to get done, want it to get done in the time frame I expected to get done type thing. Yeah. And you know, I also think that there's like, I'm transparent with you about everything, dude. You, mm. you see the bank account. Like there's, there's not many things you don't have access to yet anymore. Yeah. You know, so you see everything that's going on and I'm transparent with you, but there's, you know, there's certain, certain things that I keep off your plate because it is super, super future, mm. you know, like, Hey, this is what we want in two years, you know, because you, you, you came on board and your main focus has been a year. Like you have, you think three six nine twelve 12 months. Yeah. That's where you think, you know, and it's, you know, this dude being, you know, I, I hate the term entrepreneur. Yeah. I also, yeah. I also don't necessarily like seeing CEO in a title. I know. Because like, I don't know. I just have a weird button on that. Cause it's like, oh, you're the CEO. That's great, man. Dude. I was, I was the CEO too. I had one employee. It was myself. <laughs> myself. I paid myself $500 a week. Yeah. And but so it's like I don't really like that, but that's really what I am that's the role I've had to take responsibility for and I've had to own. Yeah. You know, I've had to own the president's seat. And it's it it's a lot easier said than done.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, we've We've come so far and I've come so far in three years and there's been so much accomplished in three years, but it's still, it's like every day I wake up and I'm like, I have a flashback and I'm like, dude, I'm a kid. <laughs> you know, it's like, how many people, how many people do you know it? Well, I guess 35 is a little different. I always forget that I'm almost 35, but it's like, how many people do you know at 35 that are running a company that are running three companies mm-hmm. technically yeah, running three companies that are all potentially going to do very well this year, mm-hmm. you know, and having to deal with what we deal with for such a small team is incredible. Yeah. But it's sometimes it's hard to sit back and really look at it as that. Cause a lot of the people that I know that I have a lot of respect for started getting into their role with the companies they're now running when they were 10 years younger than when I started. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's just different, but man, it's been so, it, it has been a very valuable lesson in letting people in, man, and just letting you into what we're trying to accomplish because there's clearly a lot of the things that I don't see
1: mm-hmm.
0: that you're like, no, Dane, we got to do these three steps too, because I just see, Hey, this can get done. And then I, I turn it on and I run.
1: Yeah, we, I think we can just, you tell me what's going on and then I just give, I give you my, I guess my hat of things, you know, cause I am your viewpoint. I am your operations guy, you know? So I just, yeah. I try to come at it in what you have me as, you know, like as your number two and what needs to be accomplished on my end. I don't try to, I'm not the sales guy. I'm not the future guy. I'm the guy that, hey. You this, handle the now. Yeah, you have this idea. Let's see how I can make it work on our end. And so that's that's why I have those ideas that, because I'm always thinking about that rather than uh, the future and, and what you... Uh, what, what what am I trying to say? Um, totally lost my train of thought.
0: But I think with the future, you think with the now. Yeah, basically.
1: And so when you give me an idea of, hey we're going to start doing this. Like, well, have you thought about this? this Listen, that Yeah. you're like, Nope, that's what I have you for. You know?
0: Yeah. Dude, I think that the, I, I, to be honest, I think one of the best things you learned from me was how to learn and how to find stuff. What? Yeah. It's like, dude, look at your Googling now. It's like when I tell you something like you're, you've, you've taken on so much more. Mm. But it's like, look with just simple, some of the logistic stuff, some of the stuff you found by like, Hey, I, we need to get this done. And you're like, okay, so I found the, these three solutions oh, okay, or you. these three options, you yeah. know, it's, you know, wh- what you've done now is you've taken on my old role mm. of thinking about how to get through the day, the month, the year, mm. and you're excelling at that for the most part slightly maybe a little bit
1: good thing we're recording this so when that end of the year raise comes <laughs> oh <No>, i <laughs> that, told you that end of the year review <laughs> yeah you're gonna be like yeah you, you did this good but all these
0: are bad and be like oh yeah. let me recall podcast 10 yeah i'll be like, I'll be like <laughs> bro that was april 21st do you want me to do the list of everything <laughs> okay so uh
1: we have been looking for a warehouse and that has been difficult
0: yeah you know at least i i think i got this one wrong or we just haven't seen the fallout yet but yeah it's like i know i got got told by our real estate broker finder lady lady that it's like yeah i've seen a three cent drop per square foot i'm like yeah not a chance yeah because we want we need we have certain specifications that we need and it's like I was talking to a new guy, the new guy that's helping us out, and he goes, Uh we can find you this space, but if you guys want a loading dock in California, it's hard to find a space with a loading dock for less than fifteen thousand square feet. Let's do it. And I also don't like I am smart and frugal. Yeah. And I'm like sure. 15,000 square feet in addition to what we have is a, that's a big chunk to take on. No,
1: I think we, I think just cause our clients now, it, like the economy is going down. So they're not really selling as much as what they usually would, you know? And so it's like, it's kind of a risk if we move into a place that huge, you know, and it's like, if we hadn't like three or four clients that were like our new client that we could just, move product every day or even like our own Shogun. Like if we had yeah. a client like Shogun, that'd be, that's a perfect client because no. we send out three, 400 a day.
0: Yeah. And it's like, don't, don't get me wrong. We're bringing on more and more clients that yeah. do that style volume. The one that we're bringing on here in the next couple, probably the next three weeks, I think his container lands here for us. Yeah. um, He's at that volume. And so it makes, it makes it worth it. But I also, You know, um, Jesse, what Jesse Esler, the guy who started Marquise Jets, um, I believe that's his name. He was telling a story about betting on yourself. And he went in and he did a pitch meeting for Marquise Jets Mm -hmm. and he was doing this pitch meeting and it was like Jay-Z was there and everybody else was there and he goes, and then they offered him, they offered him courtside seats. For like a Lakers game or a Knicks game or something like that. And the seats were like $200,000 a piece. Jeez. It was, no, it was for the NBA finals. Seats were like $200,000 a piece. He took out loans. He took out everything to make it go right. Cause he bet on himself mm-hmm. and he goes now Jay-Z is my largest client for Marquee jet. Jeez. And the guy has, the guy lives a good, good life. Yeah. He's into ultra running, which is also pretty cool. Really? Yeah, he puts on a killer event. Uh, The when I showed you was like the twenty one six twenty, where you stay.
1: Oh, the Everest thing.
0: Yeah, where you do the Everest. Yeah, you do something. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's dope. I know that. that But
0: he um, he talks about it all the time about the importance of betting on yourself. Yeah, you know it's I I've bet on myself since day one. You know, and it's it's sometimes very difficult to do, but. Dude, I, I bet on myself with Shogun. I dropped everything. I left, I left a very comfortable job with, to be honest, probably a future working for my dad. Yeah. And then I stopped and helped Sahara start building her company. And then I dropped everything to come do this and bet on myself. Mm-hmm. And then in three years, we've built three companies. Yeah. And so you know, clearly, I'm betting on myself, and a fifteen thousand square foot warehouse would would just be betting on myself again. Yeah, that's really what it would be. Is it's like I know I can get that filled, and clearly, we can see I can do that. Yeah,
1: I just think right now, like a five to ten thousand would be ideal with high ceilings. Yeah, we could fill like maximize our space with that. But yeah, no, I get it with your betting on yourself with a. My speaker going out with a uh, with a bigger facility. You know, it's. It just makes you want to work harder yeah
0: yeah and it's you know an additional an additional five to ten thousand square feet would be awesome yeah to, to be honest it, it would be awesome and what we've learned we could definitely max that out but man i'm still betting i'm still betting on myself and thinking that this market's going to go down <laughs> i'm just being patient that's why we like we just secured five thousand square feet right down the street just as a an additional kind of like temporary space. Yeah. No. And that, that's our
1: uh that's our ideal space minus the loading dock, you know, I think was it twelve thousand square feet?
0: Yeah, twelve thousand square feet with a shower, bro. <sighs> with a shower. That <laughs> that mean. was like the big kicker. Um but yeah, I mean I I think that it's gonna go down. I think that we're gonna we're still gonna see that drop. But yeah man, I didn't think it would be this hard to be honest, to find a warehouse space in Southern California. Because we, we opened our, we went from wanting to only commute 10 minutes to like, we'll commute 45 and still nothing (laughs) and still come up big zeros. Like there's spaces out there. Yeah. I get space options once or twice a week, but I'm just like, dude, I don't want to move into a warehouse that was built in 1948. Yeah. So like
1: say we get our, our 15,000 square feet, uh, facility uh max it out not max it out but like put all the equipment that needs to be in there get everything ready and then our big fish just goes away what do we do after that you know what is your mindset go from there you know
0: you know i
1: big fish as in client you know
0: yeah i think that i think that if at that point
1: you did you like that transition
0: yeah that was good i think that <laughs> I think that it's important to always forecast around that. You know, when I look at, when I look at the big fish, mm. like if somebody has a big fisher, let's say we have a big fish client, right? Yeah. I want the big fish client to be our profit window. Yeah. Day in, day out clients that are your average run of the mill clients that are, that we're helping, mm-hmm. you know, and servicing. Yeah. Those are what cover your overhead. Those are what cover your expenses, your warehouse costs, electricity, staff, pay, everything. That's what those cover. The big fish should be your, this is my annual bonus money, or this is my quarterly bonus money. Yeah. And I think that, you know, when when something does potentially slow down with that stuff, with how fast you you should be focusing on finding another one, it's like the turnover on that just keeps going up. You yeah. know, so if, when I look at everything, when I make decisions for the company, right, and I'm looking at bigger warehouse space and hiring more staff, the number, what I look at is if we did not have this very large client, yeah, what, what would I be comfortable with?
1: Like a monthly, what you're comfortable Yeah. With. Like yeah. what's
0: my comfort level every month? Yeah. Well, you're you were know, stressed
1: like two weeks ago though.
0: Yeah, I was stressed two weeks ago because I was waiting on money to come in and it's like the most panicking thing when you're like, accounts are going down drastically because you're sending constant wires and waiting for payouts and waiting for invoices to get paid. Your Amex gets uh, flagged and you have to call I'm like, what's the deal? I'm like, Hey guys, uh, this is an issue, but you know, I I think that the one thing I've learned from a lot of the people that I admire is not all your eggs go in one basket. They really can't because you you can't have a company that runs like that that has any potential of growth. You know,
1: yeah. Just like when you told me the news today, I was like, okay, and I was like, go ahead. You, I, know, I know you're gonna you're gonna find somebody else. I know. Oh you're yeah, gonna, you're already gonna turned it on. Yeah. You know? So it's like like when you told me, I know if you expected me to have your same reaction, but I was like, okay.
0: <laughs> I know. I think that that's that's one of the <laughs> values you bring to the table because. I am one to wear my emotions on my sleeve. Yeah. And you don't have emotions (laughs) unless you're watching some like TV show. (laughs) Ryan comes out. Eyes swollen. He's like,
1: Man, I just watched episode eight. No, All-American season two, episode six, guys. You are yeah. going to cry the entire time. Bro, it was just so emotional. I know. I felt like I had to tell you guys because it was just like my face was all flush and like I just finished crying and you made me eyes, dinner. Eyes
0: bloodshot. <laughs> I was like, hey, guys. Swollen. I was crying like, in my room. What happened? Your your bumble date break up with you for your online Zoom meeting?
1: <laughs> yeah. No. Very emotional that day. Um. Yeah. No, but, like, I, I just know, like, like, when we talked about this, when I first moved here, I just thought I was going to be here for, like, six months helping you build this business and getting it running to how you wanted it. And then I, I honestly thought I was just going to go back to Wilmington, you know. And then I stayed out of just loyalty and just watching you work and just the level of drive that you have in Sahara as well. And I've just never really met anybody like that, you know? And so it's like, we, we've known each other for a long time, you know, but we haven't 15 years. Yeah. We haven't been like super close friends. We've been like, like we've gone to war and we've, we've, we've done that and we're, 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 we're cool and stuff like that. And we catch up every year, but we weren't like, Hey, best friends. Let's talk every day kind of thing. You know, we would catch up once or twice, maybe three times a year. How we were the
0: kind of friends that it's like if you spoke every day or every six months, the conversation still has the same intro. Yeah, yeah.
1: What's up, dude? How, how's it going? You know, and it, like, like that's that's the type of person I am. If if you don't need to talk to me every day, I don't need to talk to you. But it's, it's no harm, no foul. We'll just pick up where we left off. You know.
0: You just don't always say that in the nicest way. Yeah, whatever. You're like
1: if you don't need to talk to me, I don't need to talk to you, bitch. <laughs> so like when I came here, I didn't really. like know you know you you know even the grown adult you you know we were just fucking kids
0: you knew me 21 (laughs) year old day and yeah trying to get you to do drugs yeah and
1: so when i got here i was just like skeptical and just like yeah all right let's i'll come off there's no no big deal of, of coming out here for six months helping my buddy out you know and then i stayed and just saw you continue to build this company you know like like new clients every week you're hitting a new client every week, you know? Yeah. And then it's just like, okay, I'm here. And I've been here, what, a year now? Yeah. And you went from, I laughed the other day because I was looking at this racking. And when our warehouse is spotless, it's kind of nice in there, you know? Yeah. And so I was walking around. I was like, this is nice. And I started laughing because I remember we used to put stuff on rubber Rubbermaid shelves, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I walked in here, and th- those are the one of those shelves for our little kitchen setup that we have. Yeah, we used to have product on that. Yeah, and it, it's funny how where we went from there to where we are today, having basically two warehouses. You know, running out of both of them, and the amount of money that is going through this place. It's a small business. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like the amount of money that's going through this is crazy from where we started probably even like a year before when you started, you know? Yeah. Um, or two years ago when you, did
0: you ever see the small warehouse?
1: Yeah. I, I, yeah, I helped you. You helped me move. Yeah. Yeah, I drove three days straight and then you're like, Hey, can you help me move? Yeah. You helped me move the last little bit of it. A little bit. It was a lot. Yeah. It was a little bit. I was Uh, upset. I was like, yeah, I'm, I drove 12 hours. Like, can you meet me at the warehouse? No, I should red flag. I should (laughs) have motherfucker.
0: (laughs) whole cord. yeah
1: but no like like i've never met somebody that would has that kind of drive like with even with you and sahara and that relationship you guys have it it's it's refreshing to see and just i knew when you told me that bad news i knew you were upset and i was like yeah. like there's i mean you're, you're you're gonna be fine you're a grown adult you know Yeah. and so it's just like there's there's no other response than to like okay like it's it's like i know you'll you'll continue to grow this company and i'm here to help you you know it's like uh it's a snag in in everything and but other than that it's like we'll be fine
0: yeah i think that when we look at what is to be honest what this last month has proven to us i want thank you for that seriously um and i i have to take a second and acknowledge my significant other because she mad at us she 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 could be a little upset with me right now but <laughs> You know, she, she's a huge driving force behind it because dude, the support level I get, like we've been nonstop for the past four weeks. Yeah. And I come home and the house is clean. Yeah. No, she's up and gone before I I
1: even think about waking up, you know, and then back and working and just always working. She goes to sleep late working and then she's up and gone. It's
0: like, Oh, yeah. On her laptop, on her laptop before cooking dinner. Yeah. Preps dinner, starts cooking it back on her laptop while dinner was finishing makes dinner for me eats with me and then cleans the kitchen and then right back on her laptop working. And I'm like, Th- I think that it makes it so much easier for me mm-hmm. to continue to push hard because imagine, imagine your significant other, your spouse, Don't have one. like whatever dude you decide to date later <laughs> on, <Or> just imagine <laughs> him sitting next to you in bed and he's, reading a book or watching a TV show and you're sitting there grinding away on your laptop all night, wrapping up for a shoot you have tomorrow or wrapping up for something coming up that for like Sahara's, Sahara's in the film industry. But you know, prepping stuff like that. She also yeah. has another company doing promotional marketing, but imagine that you're doing that all night and then you're laying next to somebody who watched TV for three hours and how, like when she's working at night and I close my laptop and she's still working, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. (laughs) I swear to God, like she is so hardworking and so driven that it like, I've always had that inside me, but dude, she helps really put the gas on. Yeah. You know, she, she really does do that and it's, it makes it easy. And dude, shout out to her because dude, she's been holding it, down for this past three four weeks dude
1: i know dude like i told you guys was it yesterday or today with dating it's like i can't i don't have time to date right now
0: even though yeah. it was we're in
1: quarantine or whatnot but it's like even text messages i just like i have no time or or just too tired to just even think of something savvy to say you know or yeah and so it's just like man like it's cool i always ask her all the time like you got you got a you got a sister yeah, you guys <laughs> ask
0: her all the time. Yeah. Known her for a year, lived with her for a year,
1: still ask. Yeah. And I always try to throw in the mom there, but yeah, mom's taken. Um, But yeah, it's it's awesome to see you guys just like a power, like a real power couple that's starting, not starting off, but like in the early stages of their career, you know. Like starting to find our stride. Yeah. And then just seeing where you guys go and how you guys develop.
0: Yeah. It's uh.
1: You know, I can't. Hey, dude, I've been I throwing can't. a lot
0: of compliments your way.
1: Uh, let's, let's throw them back my way. <laughs> I appreciate that. You're welcome, man. Sahara, when you listen to this.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think that it just makes it easy. It's, it's also, it's like what you're attracted to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like if you are that driven person, imagine dating someone that has no drive. That's like, I really like my job as a barista. You know, and it's, that was not a dig. I'm just using that as an example. Um, But it's like, you're like, hey, hey, what's like, what's your goal? And they're like, you know, I'm really, I'm really just super happy that I work for this company as an executive assistant or whatever it is, you know? And it's like, don't get me wrong. None of those things are bad. If you're happy, you're happy. But if, if you're the individual, like imagine Sahara, right? Sahara's trying to build two companies. And then imagine her dating someone like me, and I'm like, yeah, I work at a golf course, but I really love what I do. But I know I'm gonna be capped at seventy five thousand dollars a year. You know, it's like, yeah, no, we're trying to build, like, we want our kids to go to private school. Yeah, we want our kids to be able to spend Don't summers in another country.
1: Don't do that, make them spoiled. Don't do it.
0: Like, so, yeah, but dude, I want to give my kids everything I didn't have. Yeah. No, you know, it's true. like my dad talks about it all the time. He's like, Dane, I feel terrible that I wasn't. My brother went to IMG. Mm-hmm. Do you know what IMG is? Nope. It's a sports academy for high school students. Okay. So it's a high school. It's an academy school. Yeah, it's an academy school. But yeah. literally you go to class in the mornings and you focus on the sport you play the rest of the day. Oh, nice. And so my dad sent my little brother there. It was $60,000 a year. Jeez. Sixty five, I think it was. And he goes, Dane, Ballard. with how you were doing like with your drive and your talent in golf and at a younger age. Yeah. I wish I would have known about IMG and I wish I could have afforded it back then because it's led to like my little brother's contacts for after he finishes his master's program. Yeah. Are insane. Like one of his friends, dad wants to turn over his investment firm to my brother in five years. Jeez. That's awesome. And, or insurance firm he wants to turn over his insurance firm. And so he's like, Dane, this was so important for Jordan because look what it's led to. Mm-hmm. You know, It's like he used to play baseball with Manny Ramirez's son, like little Manny. And so it's like he, Manny Ramirez won a World Series with the Red Sox. I have no clue. Um, and, you know, it's like he played baseball with all these kids who came from very well-off families, way more well-off than ours. Yeah. You know, my dad just made it go right so my brother could go there. But, like, the networking that he was able to do and also how good he got at baseball. Yeah. You know, it's like he holds the record at this small school he went to at St. Leo, you know, uh, for pitching. And it's like, you know, I want to be able to provide that to my kids. And I think that that's one of the reasons I work so hard. It's like, yeah, I want my wife driving a brand new Q7. I want her to come home and put it in the garage in a house that she really likes in an area she really wants to live in. Yeah. You know, I, I, want you to have a nice house next door guest house guest house house. but you know it's like split in half the cost (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh for sure for sure (laughs) three thousand square foot your
1: mortgage would be like four (laughs) thousand i'd be paying two out of it
0: (laughs) but um you know it's like i i have that drive because of those reasons you know i i told my dad when he was out here last time i was like give it a year give it another year yeah give it another year of me finding my me really getting my footing me getting the east coast opened yeah and i'll be signing your fucking paychecks
1: no, it, it's, and, and it's, that's what yeah.
0: but it's like that's so fucking important to me not from an egotistical point of view though yeah it's important to me for paying it forward and paying it back you know No,
1: I I definitely like you have that drive for towards your your spouse and towards your family like that. But like I kind of had a similar feeling, you know, when when I told you about what was going on with my daughter, my oldest. Yeah. And like she said it out of anger, but she told her mom she wanted to live with me. And soon she said that her mom like called me up and like we have a good relationship and and like leaned on me about it and like. It kind of made me feel good, you know. It's yeah. just like, and it made me kind of change my my way of thinking because I've always been single, you know. Like, I've been divorced a few times, and uh, twenty seven, <laughs> yeah. And like, I see my kids on like when I, when I can when it when it's like their spring breaks and holidays and stuff like that, and it's difficult because I have two kids in two different areas, you know, uh, yeah, different states. And so when when she was like, "Hey, she wants to live with you for good," and my daughter's thirteen, so it's like, "I'm gonna have a teenager living with me," you know. I of course I said yes. It's like, yeah, I'll do whatever it takes to have my, have my daughter here, and it just made me like think differently, even like of how I date. Really, it's like completely. It freaked me out. Don't get me wrong, because I've, I've always been, I've always been single and just. Young, yeah. wild, and free. Yeah, and then when her when my, uh, my uh, kid's mom called me and said, "Hey, she wants him to live with you," it was like, "Absolutely!" And then everything just started. And I started freaking out, but it, not in a bad way. It's just like, "Hey, just how the logistics of everything, you know, and how I've lived my life single for so long, you know, and and just made me change the way I thought, and even." the way i look at women now which is
0: you're starting to become a big boy
1: (laughs) which is different but um yeah it's because it's like i wouldn't have any woman around my kids you know so it's like oh shit i gotta be particular yeah who i talk to even who i just like hang around you know
0: yeah it's like it's man it's it's funny the things in life that you know, I, I don't know of any other way to put it, but make you grow up. Yeah, no, it's definitely. it's just the truth of it. It's like you you get a very very clear reality check on. Oh shit! I can't do that anymore.
1: Yeah. No. And I it's don't... and it's not
0: that you can't. Yeah. It's that you don't want to because what that could expose that individual to. No.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Like even like the simple things when I go to my parents' house and 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 have a movie on that was explicit you know because my my dad's a pastor and everything and so I would be sensitive to that you know so like if I had my kid with me like I would just be sensitive to her feelings and and bringing multiple especially because
0: you have two daughters
1: yeah and like bringing different women all the time like I just want to do that like I probably wouldn't date for a while to be honest my my kid came here it would just be us and
0: yeah, I mean, unless, unless after quarantine, you find somebody who's got their shit together and is special and everything else that you could date. Yeah. It's like, dude, are you kidding me? You know how happy Sahara would be if your daughter came to stay down here for three months? It's like, you know, she'd yeah. be doing stuff with Uncle Dane. Be like, movies all the time, girl. <laughs> yeah. Your Auntie Sahara and I are taking you to the movies. We're going to get popcorn. Oh, no, she would we're, be are We're, to we're shit, stopping yeah. by Lululemon because <laughs> That's her your face. Uncle Dane's got an addiction <laughs> and an Amex. <laughs> so it's like you'll take it out at my end of the year (laughs) oh absolutely this is coming out of your pop pops bonus Um, but you know it's like I I think that it's like dude I've seen a change in you since you had the conversation with me about that with my kid yeah yeah. it's like I've seen a change in you. obviously it's not something I'm gonna be like hey buddy I'm so proud of you (laughs) slap you on the butt and be like hey dude you're doing great man but you know it's like I've noticed a change in you but I've also noticed a change in you with how far this company has gone in such a short period of time. It's yeah. like your level of responsibility for it was, why are you making me do these menial-ass, menial-ass tasks to we need to get you an assistant and I need to step more into your role so you can step into your bigger role. Yeah. You know, and it's it's just, it's been such a cool experience and it's, it's so important. And, you know, I, I couldn't preach this enough that who you're going to build a company with, you need somebody else. You, yeah. you do need somebody else. It's like look at look at from the simple aspect of we'll just go podcasting. Mm-hmm. It's like the fighter and the kid podcast is successful because they're both there. Yeah, you know, and yeah. and and they, they have both... their
1: assistant, which is Chen, that does everything. Yeah, you know? so it's yeah. like they it's them too. So for example, you and I, and then we just need that person that has everything else. You know, because it, it takes it takes a lot of people to make something successful.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I look at. You know, I look up to my aunt and uncle a lot. You know that. Yeah. My aunt runs a, a large marketing company that does digital and paper marketing uh, in Florida. And her husband is, she. Uh, my aunt runs a few companies, but a few companies underneath that umbrella. But yeah. her husband is the senior executive of all, overall sales. So it's like they're both incredibly driven. They've helped this company grow exponentially the owner of the company is probably one of the most amazing women i've ever met her name is joy Mm jindusa she has books out she does marketing lectures if you don't know shout out to her because she is a legend in the game but you know it's like i watch them and i watch what they're building and it's it's so awesome to see that and look up to it but you see the power they have in two because they trust one another yeah and it's like that's what i have with you is like not right now, but 30 days ago, I could have disappeared from the warehouse for a week and just worked from the home office mm-hmm. and nothing would have changed. Sure. And I mean, like you didn't
1: even show up, like you didn't have to go to the warehouse at the other warehouse and it would have been fine, <laughs> you know? So it's like, yeah, there's nothing. Well, really...
0: I, that guy jumped in the back. Normally it would be you or I jumping in the back, doing the moving the paljack. jack. Oh, so, did he? Yeah. yeah but um you know we I, I look at it and it's like you've you've freed up so much of my bandwidth to continue the growth of this company but it's like i know my aunt and uncle have an assistant yeah i know my uncle has an assistant for the company and they have a personal assistant they both they both have assistants and they have a personal assistant for home life stuff
1: yeah i think it's just because like financially we're not there yet but I think just because we have so many things going on at once, it is very beneficial to hire yourself a, a personal assistant for just you, you know, so you can have everything laid out and and.
0: I need smoothly. an organizer. Yeah. That's what I need is I need someone to organize everything so that things don't get dropped. Yeah. It, that's And that's really what it is, is that also knows how to communicate like I do. Because there's communication that can't be taught. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like... Trust me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, you know. But it's like there's communication that can't be taught. And I just think that that's so important. And, you know, your your assistant is your communicator. That's really what they are. Yeah. Is they're your organizer and your communicator. So everything they're communicating, they're communicating on your behalf. So they better be pretty good at it because, you know, they're my communicator is going to be the one talking to you part of the time. My assistant talking to our staff, talking to our larger clients. It's, you know, it's like, those are, that's, that's the importance of this. And I, I trust me. Nick tells me all the time. He's like, dude, you got to hire an assistant. You got to hire an assistant. You know, he has an assistant in Thailand and both of the other partners in China to West and everything uh, have and shield works uh, Shieldworks China, both have people that work directly for them. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's are they called slaves? No, <laughs> no. But uh, you know, it's 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 that time. You know, it's again, it's betting on yourself. Yeah. It, it, it. I think that this podcast should be titled "Betting on Yourself" because that's really what it's been about. Is everything every struggle we've had in the past month? Has been to me betting on myself and us growing.
1: Yeah, no, like with with these past few weeks, I like I couldn't even uh, fathom how many hours you just were up and working the entire time. You know, um, proving to yourself that you're ready, really, to play with the the big boys, as they yeah. say.
0: That you that know? was that was probably one of the biggest takeaways from this last month. Was yeah, was, hey man, I'm at I'm sitting at the table now. You know? Yeah. And it's even more than that. You know, it's, it's, I am, I have built something that is comparable to the big shipping companies out there. The big third party logistics companies is I've proven to myself that my concepts, my plan, my mediocre organization. Yeah, we can do it. Yeah. And so as we get more efficient, it's like, dude, Come at me, bro. Yeah. Type, And it's not, it's not from like a level of arrogance, but it is from a level of experience. Holy fuck. We did this. Yeah. And we have the capability to do it. And we did this shooting from the hip
1: basically, yeah.
0: you know, and it's not saying that in a bad way or saying that we were incompetent, but it was like, Hey, I have a concept. I know how to run this concept. Yeah. I think, <laughs> you know, and it's like, it's like, that's really what it was, was it was like, Hey, we can do this. We can push forward. We can grow this new company. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's just been because we bet on ourselves, man. It's like, I, I can't preach the importance of everything we talked about tonight. Yeah. You know, it's like bet on your fucking self, dude. Believe in yours. If you have a, if you have something, believe you can fucking do it, Mm -hmm. you know, and the importance of ownership and a role. There's so much importance in that. And, you know, to be honest, that's what I try to preach. And that's what I wish a lot of people would understand was that. Yeah. It's like, I don't care if I'm the shipper. Everything's going to be shipped perfect because I own this role. Yeah. I don't care if I am the fucking janitor. The bathrooms are going to be always clean. There's going to be no dishes in the sink. I'm going to own this fucking role. And it's, it's like you—you just, just you, you own your role, though. It's like I—I I think that it's so fucking important, and I can't say it enough. That, and I, to be honest, I totally spotted why we've been having issues. By the way, totally spotted. That'll—I'll talk to you about that off-air. <laughs> but I totally spotted why we have issues. Um, yeah. But you have to own your fucking role, and if your role is, hey, I'm the CEO, I'm the president of this company, I'm the one who's going to be driving this train up this hill or whatever driving this brand new truck to our target. I don't know. I can't think right now. But uh I can do. Um you have to own that role and you have to have such a level of ownership that you feel that you'd be getting that shitty conversation with your dad like no I'm not upset, I'm just disappointed. Yeah. Like, you ever get that as a kid from your dad? Like, no, I'm not upset with you. I'm just disappointed. Like, I would rather my dad punch me right in the fucking teeth <laughs> than tell me those words. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's, it's all ownership, man. It's like betting on yourself, ownership, and the keys and organization, letting people in, letting the key people in, dude. It's, there's, it's so fucking important because I'm seeing it from a young entrepreneur's perspective, Like, dude, I haven't been in the game for 30 years like some of these guys that are running Inc. 500 companies for 20 years. You know, I've been in the game three years as someone that sat at the head of the table, you know, for the U.S. side of all this. Yeah. And I've had to figure it out. So trust me, I can clearly list off all the mistakes I've made. (laughs) That that shit's easy. But I just learn from them, you know, and move on. But... Man, bet, in, bet on yourself and take ownership in your fucking role. Yeah. Whatever your whatever your email li- email signature says, that's your role, and you have to fucking own it. Yeah. And I, I totally just fucking. This has been an amazing podcast. Yeah. Aha uh-huh moment. Oh, dude, like you in the background going ah.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like Ariel, that was disgusting. All right, cool. All right, guys, that is it. That is our podcast for the day. Danny, you got anything for us?
0: Thank you guys for listening. And this is Two Dumb Vets. We out here. See you later, guys. Aha. Aha. Aha moment, bro. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.